Hey guys, before we get started, this episode of Beer and Other Shit, the podcast is brought to you by High Season Co., a social media agency with over a decade of marketing experience who are crafting the way brands are perceived online. These guys aren't just marketers, they're liquid enthusiasts, craft beer nerds, hip-hop heads, and Gary Vee disciples. So is your social media looking tired? Are you having trouble getting to your customers? High Season can make it happen. Check them out, highseasonco.com. That's highseasonco.com. Now let's drink some beers. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Y'all a brewheads? Yeah, we brewheads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C-Certified Brewhead. Welcome to episode 91 of Beer Not Super Podcast. And today we are here at Mondial de la Bière, uh, Montreal's, I guess, main beer festival. We're Patricia. I'm so sorry. Tatia. From Overhop. Guys, thank you so much for uh, hanging out. Thank you. Um, so we're at the Overhop stand. So we're going to do a little bit different this time. We're going to run through the beers in here. And then we're going to go somewhere a little quieter and get down to uh, to business. Um, first of all, you guys, everything you're doing is fantastic. I'm really looking forward to hearing the story about how you figured out uh, how to crack Ontario and Quebec as far as getting the beers in both provinces. It's blown my mind uh, since I first heard of you guys. Yes. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Um, and uh, so let, let's run through these beers and we'll get that done first. So, first of all, these glasses are crazy. What's up with that? Like, like um, it, it started with the project that we have that's called Overlap. So we just found it was going to be like really match with the, with the concept of being in a lab. So whenever we do a festival like this big as Mondial de la Bière that we do here, we do in Rio too. Yep. We, we do have new recipes that we like to taste and that's the concept of having a lab to taste right. new recipes. We really wanted to, to study the, the behavior of different hops. So the overlap, the overlap, the main idea was to see which how each hop was going to behave um, on top of the same base recipe. Right. So we just try to have the same base, base recipe and do a single hop beer. So the first one we did in Quebec was with a hop 100% Quebecois, and then the second one we're going to have just a single hop of something different. So we can uh, analyze how they behave. That's really smart. I like that. Single hop beers are great. So these were, you guys are pouring 13 beers today, 11 directly here, which is significant being you got two cans in the month, three cans, three, because it's a dark. Uh, right okay. now, yeah. Right, right now we have, now we have four. Four? Yeah. Five? Five, yes. Oh, what am I missing? Because I, the, the first We two. just released yesterday the Q Cascade one, oh, the, the overlap. One, yeah, 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 I want to yeah. give it to you. And, uh, and Mad Manu. Which is an American blonde. Yeah. Oh, and that was this, this right one, yes. Okay, so which, which uh, should we start with? Uh, I guess the blonde. Yeah, bad menus. Okay, so just me drinking. It's very selfish. Um, so this is a blonde. That's a blonde with the Belma Belma hops. Really happy for a blonde. Like, yeah. Normally blondes are very like, very light. Yeah. Very light. What's the ABV? It's five. It's a summer beer. Oh yeah, nice. Just drinking the pool. Okay. Yeah. And why'd you go for a blonde over like um, like a lager or a pilsner or something like that? We are. We already have uh, another beer called Sweet Sophia back in Brazil, which uh, we always like to, to play with the names of our children, of, okay. of the brewers, of the, of the family. We are six, six partners. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we have an American Blonde in Brazil, Sweet Sophia, and we wanted to honor my, my, my child, Manu. And so we, we went again for the same concept of having an American Blonde, but with a different model. That's great. Um, I love that. That's fantastic. Yeah. What, what would be the next uh, uh, logical step? I think I would. Yeah, La Passocieux. Okay. This wine. Uh, that's uh, that's the one that we distilled hazy. That's a collab with Oshlag. 
Okay. We Ooh. distilled hazy and uh, we put uh, oak chips into this distilled hazy, and okay. then that's a passion fruit sour with the oak chips infused into distilled hazy. Yeah. That's <laughs> and by the way, we tried the distilled hazy yesterday. It was just yeah. yeah. wow, my God. I'm a little bit too strong. <laughs> what did <laughs> oh, it come out of? Like, did you, did you measure the ABV? Um, I, we didn't measure the ABV, probably he did. I, I'm not too sure which one was it. But like, it was intense? Super intense. <laughs> Even worse than cachaça. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you sell that? Can you, like, is that a product you guys are looking to move into? Um, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. We haven't thought about the idea yet. But I, like, I really like it. I'm not a big liquor guy, but I really love it when breweries go and, and make... Yeah, Oshwag does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do a Florida IPA. IPA. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. So it's like a... Like a vodka, like a very strong, happy vodka. Nice. Yes. Have you seen that? Yeah, they distill their IPA as well, and then they do this kind of spirit. Interesting. I didn't even know you could do that. Like, just take... What, you <laughs> take the water or something? Or you take the pre-fermented... Sorry, just before it's finished? Yeah. And then distill it? Yes. Yeah. And what does that do? It just beaks up. Yeah. What do you do to distill it? Is it like an intense process or is it... Do you know much about that? I don't know Jack. Yeah, I don't know much about it. I know that the, under the distillations... Yeah. They do it. Yeah, that, was, that was their part in the collab. That was their, yeah, that was their part. <laughs> this is just fantastic. This is um, much more like uh, lighter than I thought it would be. Because um, with the, you said the chips and stuff, I'm not getting it's not too boozy. What no, is it? Is it yeah, low? six percent. Six. Six percent. Yeah. Yeah, tastes lighter than that. That's fantastic. And it's got passion fruit. Passion fruit, yes. Love passion fruit. Sour, passion sours a beer of the summer. Yeah, I love it. Um, so next one. Um, uh, let, let's try this first. Fantastic. Uh, it's the the tranquille. Thank you. Oh, that one is very tart. It's amazing. Yeah. Yes. Is the Brazilian fruit one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Tell us about that because that sounds so sick. So that one is a sour, which is called is a kettle sour called Catarina sour. Catarina. It's a style of sour that was developed in the south of Brazil okay. in a city that's called Santa Catarina. That's why the name. Okay. And uh, on top of that, we try to add typical or tropical fruits. So for this one, we add a fruit from Amazon, which is called cupuaçu. Okay. It's very tart and some strawberry as well, just to give some. It reminds a sour sauce. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say, what does it look? Is it like it's, a little spiky? It's big. Yeah, it's big like that and uh, creamy inside. Creamy inside, yeah. yeah. We do everything with cupuaçu, so like juices and yeah, sweets and yeah. Amazing. The smell that you you, you yeah. get is from the cupuaçu. Yeah. That's, that's the what smell. you're getting. And the darkness yeah. that sometimes you can feel it like here. Yeah. I'm getting the strawberry, but it's kind of like a it's like a complimentary flavor rather yeah. than yes, like a dominant. Yes. Yes. Do you know acai? Yeah, people eat acai with other fruit. It's just like cupuaçu. They we really like to mix to blend it like a smoothie. Well, yeah, yeah. With, with strawberries. Are you canning this? We are bottling. Even better. Yeah. This is amazing. It's so <laughs> sick. And the label is sick too. Yeah, it's gonna it's probably be released yeah. in Quebec next week. Yeah. Yeah. Almost good timing then. Yeah. It's <laughs> so about the time this will come out the following week. So yeah. yes. go get it. Seriously. <laughs> so this, this one is Kalteratan, which means uh, cold breath in German. Cold breath. It's, okay. a, it's a goza with uh, pure lime juice. Ooh, right. Interesting nose. Yeah. That's like a popsicle. Yeah. In the summer days, and very so hot. So I just feel like having this with a tequila shot <laughs> on the side. Yeah. We should have brought tequila shot. We should have brought, yeah. <laughs> I could totally, wow. That's way more even tart than uh, that one. And it's yeah. absolutely good with tequila. I can taste it. And we brewed that in Brazil too. So the guys, they brought the the bottle from Brazil. Yep. And you, we could see the difference because uh, 
here we didn't use uh, totally um, like the whole the whole amount of limes that the guys use in Brazil okay. because in Brazil limes are much easier than here, right? right. And but they're both very good. Amazing. Yeah, very good. That's sick. I didn't no, no idea you guys were this fire on the sour game. Like and we use uh, sea salt too. Not, oh, actually, yeah. nice, nice, fantastic. All right, so the last one here is uh, dark forest sour. It's our favorite. Oh, yeah. It's 70%. It's a collab with Rockbird. Okay. Uh, they're Rockbird. Rock yeah, you're gonna have their beers in the VIP room. Okay. They are very good. They're very big in sours in Brazil. Okay. They, they, they've got metals too. And uh, so that's a dark sour ale with 7%. Okay. And we used uh, dark cherries. Dark, dark berries. Cherries. Dark berries. Okay. Okay. I'm what I'm getting here. It's very like. Dark berries. Is it raspberry? Oh, raspberry, blueberry, cherry. Strawberry? And blackberry. Yeah. What's the nose I'm getting? It's very like it's like black forest cake or something. Yes, yeah. that's the concept. But that was the idea. Once we developed yeah. this recipe, it was to pair it with like a dark forest. Uh, and the cake. guy, uh, the, our our partner yes. here, the, the food that we have from Brazil, yes. he made a, a, a cake with dark cherries for us to, to eat so together. Nice. Yeah. This tastes really like, yeah. I really like when, um, I've seen it a few times, like high ABV stouts with um, kind of similar fruits, usually it's like raspberry, cherry, strawberries and stuff. You get the exact same vibe, just with like a sour edge to it. Fantastic, 7%? 7%. The name of this beer is Dark Forest. Uh, it's Dark Forest Sour, just to resemble the cake. Oh, okay, but that's right. Yeah. 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 That's fantastic. Um, after only, I only tried the, the hazy and the, um, the double IPA. Yeah. yeah. So that was all I had. I tried, I mean, of course we talk on social and I'd yeah. seen what you guys were doing, but I didn't realize. It's hard to tell, like, I just didn't know this was going to be this sick. Yeah. Very impressed. Thank you. Great work, guys. Yeah. Even though we are over half, we have to, we have to try to renew. Yeah. Of course, right? We, come from, we still love our hops. <laughs> we come from the home brewing scene, right? We were, it used to be home brewers, we used to brew together in a group, like my husband, right. me, and, and uh, our head brewer. And uh, so we, we like to, to go around all the, all the styles. Like to try a little bit of everything. Yes. Not keep it specific. Yeah, that was one thing. I wasn't sure if you guys had like a lane or not. And based on the name, like you said, I kind of thought and the first two beers were and then the third I guess was the dark IPA, so it was kind of in that vein, which is smart because that's what people want to drink anyway. Yeah. So you gotta come out with those type of beers. But yeah. um some not a, a lot of them don't have a lot of breweries don't have the uh um, like the capability to do the sours just because of the facilities and you yeah. can't separate it and stuff. Yeah. So I mean I guess Arslan is great for that because there's a whole everything is coming out of that. Yes. So they're able to like. Yeah, we also did a brewed a Brazil Limite. Oh, nice. This time. Yeah. So you're splitting a bunch of stuff. Right? Yeah. For for yeah. Montreal, we, we needed to find uh, another partner. So, yeah. Yeah, because Arslan they were a little bit busy. Obviously, they're in the summer is the busiest time of the year. Yeah, and right. It's super fine. And if you really need it, you can. So it's not like an exclusive. No, we, we, we are exclusive to them, but we can also... Say, hey, I need, yeah. I need extra yes. space. Yeah. And yeah. that was a, was a one-off. No, and they're super fine with that. Like, they were they were busy for Everybody's the Everybody's friends, right? Everybody's yeah, friends yeah, right? in the craft beer industry. It's, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's definitely been... Um, I, can t I can see that. Everyone's always really cool to work together. I've heard very, very good things about um, how Overhop works. 
with sorry how Oshlad works with yeah, with, with all the rules and stuff. Yes. Apparently they're just fantastic. Yeah, and you know in Brazil the craft beer scene is pretty much uh, contract brewing because we cannot have brew pubs in the city of Rio de Janeiro. Really? Yeah, you can have bars, you can drink everywhere you want, you can you can crawl in the street, but you can't have a brew pub <laughs> really? in the city of here. So everybody needs to brew outside in the mountains or by the shore, or like, yeah. you know, and different places, in. and then bring it. Yeah. So we do have like cooperatives, like where you go and brew. Right. So everybody, Mondial de la Bière in Brazil is five times bigger than this. In five days, uh, they attract two hundred thousand people. It's amazing. It is real. It there, is. Right? It is wild. Just like Australians, we are really yes. close. <laughs> Yeah, we're all crazy people. Yeah, but uh, so that's it. Like we, we we embrace the craft beer scene and uh, contract brewing in a different way that we have here sometimes. Like Quebec is much more open-minded for that, but in Ontario, I do feel like people like look at us. Oh, you're contract brewers. Oh, yeah, we are contract brewers, but we go there and brew. Like my husband and Tati, they come here pretty much every week. To brew, and, yes, brew. yes. They drive right. and come, come back down. driving yeah. right. in one day. Oh wow, yeah. that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we care. But we care. We care. See, that's amazing. I'm. I'm it's part of the job. Right. I guess yeah. you got to do it. It's tiring though. Yeah. Think, yeah. We'll get into that probably more outside because that's one thing that always bothered me about Ontario is that Quebec's been pretty cool about contract brewers, but yeah. Ontario has this like hang up about it, yeah. and it's really frustrating. Yes. It's just, like you don't understand. What do you want everyone to come and drop five million dollars on a brewery yeah. immediately with no branding? Yeah. Like tested on the market, and uh, yeah. I just think it's just such a backwards thing. And it's, it's yes. like obviously we want to have our facility, but uh, the contract brewing is a good way for you to start. Try the market, see how people are going to react. We can try new recipes as well while we still plan accordingly to have the facility we really need. Right. That makes most more sense. Um, I love it. I think it's just really cool. And yeah, I really want to get into how you guys have navigated it. I guess it's sort of you're alluded to that that I did not know that Brazil was such a contract focused yeah. environment, yeah. which explains why you've been able to do this because I've never seen anyone yeah. do that before. It's gangster. I love it. <laughs> um, so I guess we should probably, because I'm going to get into too many questions because I'm very, very curious about a lot of things. Um, so maybe we'll uh, outside? teleport outside. Yeah, Yeah, let's go. Let's All right, go. let's do it. All right, y'all. So back at it. We are out here on the terrace, a little quieter, and uh, we can actually talk around the sun. Um, so thank you for the, those beers. Everything was genuinely fantastic. Um, I really like the uh, the sours were really, really sick. I'm very impressed with what you guys are doing. Your branding game is crazy. Um, I have 8 billion questions, which is why I want to cut it off there. Okay. Because we want to go really deep. So what we would normally do at the start of a podcast, we would go into all of your stories. So if you'd like to like just start, whoever wants to start, uh, maybe just introduce yourself and sort of how you got into beer and, and just before the overhop story, and then we'll get into that as a whole. Okay. Whoever start? would like to start. Start from me, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess... I, I, I can talk to you in, in English, but I, I think Patricia can, can talk better. Yeah, so we are we used to belong to a, a group of home brewers in Brazil, back in Rio. The two of us, and my okay. husband and, and him, yep. and I used to come with them because I introduced my husband to craft beer. Oh yeah. Because I lived in the United States before, and I, I my friends used to home brew there, and then I I came back and I like to cook, and then I was always buying craft beer. 
and uh, the craft beer industry in Brazil just kept growing and it became the interest of you know learning how to brew and then they met and uh, in 2014 and we used to have a group of 10, 10 guys brewing together okay so just to confirm I don't know if we said it earlier so your husband is Ricardo yes is that right Rodrigo yes because he didn't introduce you very much apologize because you were in the last one so make sure people know who you are yeah so that's <laughs> okay. Rodrigo Barufa we call him Barufa yeah my nickname, my nickname is Barufa yeah. okay I like and I'm Patty I'm Patricia I'm Tatiana. Yeah. Perfect. So um, we we were we, we used to to produce a homebrewers festival right. in, in Rio. Oh, you guys actually ran the festival. Yes. Okay. But it was just like here. It was a blind judging. Okay. So we were competing too, and we used to get the some some prizes, right? right. From we, we had official judges, BCP. BJCP. BJCP. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And uh, so he just came up with the idea of having producing it commercially. Okay. And he invited us to be with him, but we were already moved, planning to move to Canada with our kids because Rio is amazing, but it's quite dangerous. And yeah. um, we have three kids, my husband and I have three kids, so we said, you know, um, we can't invest now, but let's see how it, how, it, how it goes. And we were like just helping them with work. Um, and then just three months after we they, they started brewing commercially, they got to Matos and Mondial de la, de la Bière, which happens in Rio and in Sao Paulo and in Paris too. The same brand? The same, yeah. The same Mondial, yeah. Because you said it before. I thought you yeah. were saying like a big beer festival. Yeah, no, oh, that's the okay. guys. That's Janine and, and Carole, the, the, girls, the girls that make Mondial here. They go to Brazil every year they make Mondial there. It's been Very now smart. seven years. Brazil, six years. They're there for yeah, six years. years. So is that why you guys have like an affinity towards the festival because yes. you participated in home? Yeah. yeah, so they got two medals just three months after they started with Hazy yep. and uh, Dark Hop. Right. Okay. So they invited us to, to come to, to Montreal to showcase the beers because they have the Petit Pub where they bring the, beer, the beers that get medals from other places. Right. But my husband and I, we were already here in Toronto. We were coming to Toronto. So we said, you know, let's just invest and see how the beers go. And we imported all the beers in cans from, uh, so, from real. To the costs. Yeah, super risky because we, we, it's not pasteurized. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, now we okay. think this way, right? Yeah. Can you believe it? Uh, IPAs travel. Yeah, all that way. In a, in a ship or you fly? I guess it would be all land. Uh, I think, I think, I think it was by plane. I mean, yeah, plane. plane? Yeah. Yeah, but, but it's not so good. I, I, I bet, yeah. yeah. It wasn't that fresh when we, no. we had it. Yeah, also because we had to send like three months, months in advance. Warehouse, months in warehouse. Because it's the SAQ process, right? So I heard about this. That's yeah. trash. Like, what do they think is going to happen to these beers? <laughs> they're supposed the to go into are not going to be that good. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So yeah. So why Toronto, by the way? Why Toronto? Why Toronto? Because it's funny because we, my husband and I, we speak English. We speak French. <laughs> we lived in Paris, but I don't know. We, I, we, I think we thought there would be more opportunities for us. Right. Uh, like in Canada, you might as well go to the yes. biggest city. Yes. And uh, everyone moved after you guys moved because of the company? Is that no, right? no, no, no. So Tatiana no, was here. Okay. Tatiana was here already. We've I've been, been here friends. For four years. Okay. Yeah, we've been friends for a long time. We used to work together a long time ago. And uh, she was in she was finishing the business college and I was coming here to study business too. 
and she said, you know, well, I want to have my, my own, my own, do you want to speak? Yeah, and then I was talking to them, like giving some tips about the life in Canada because they were already thinking about coming here and I was already here. And uh, we are friends for life, like now we are family. Yeah, of course. So I was telling them, oh, since you're going to be here, I wanted to have my own business, so let's start thinking about something. Would you want to be my business partner? And they were, yeah, yeah, sure, let's think about something. And meanwhile, all of that that she said was happening in Brazil. Right, so you were here while yeah, I was they were here. Awards, Yes. Okay. And they were there. And we were always talking because of friendship. And uh, so I was asking about the... I was asking them if they want to be my business partner or something to develop a, a plan. And at the same time, everything was happening in Brazil. Right. So Rick came to me and he was, well, this is happening right now. Do you want to be part of it? And at the same time, I said, yes, of course. Because it was already... It made yeah. sense. You yeah. guys had the team down. Yeah. You already had the skill set. Exactly. So then it was importing it to Canada. Yeah. Then you realized that importing didn't make sense. Yeah. So then it was like, okay, well, we need to brew here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it all happened. We met Morella Mato at Mondial de la Bière last oh, year. Yes. And she introduced us to the girls from the Society of Beer Drinking Ladies. Nice. And uh, we met the guys from, from Andre, the guy was here, and Xavier, which is our, who works for us now. He, they introduced us to everybody here in the scene, and we met Oshleg and Shelton and the, everybody. We met and everybody. And Ahikana. Ahikana, Ahikana yeah. as well. So that's why like, I had like Pierre from Harikana. I think um, Noah Forrest from Beerism. There's like four or five people that I really respect in beer hit me up to be like, hey, we need to meet these people. Oh my God, they're, they're incredible. And I just felt like that was like... Even Pierre said that? Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, Pierre, he's, he's a great of, friend. Yeah, he's a crazy, crazy man. Yeah. <laughs> they're he's going to be yeah. roommates. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be roommates. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh. yeah. So, <laughs> I do need it. He's the craziest man I know. He's the best. I love him. Yes. But yeah, I thought they really good. do a fantastic job. Yeah. Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. Francis yeah. is just... But you guys, you guys have come in and you guys have achieved something that like I haven't seen before as far as coming in from literally like quite a ways away and then just figuring this shit out and meeting the right people and then having them talk about you to other people like you guys have done something really unique I think I think it's because um, what I always say we're, we're family even before Overhop we're already family because right. like we're friends for life so I consider her as my sister I love her as much as I love my own sister you know so and we are ourselves we don't keep pretending or we don't keep so whatever you see for Overhop is literally us, it's our face. Right. And it's our interaction is how we treat yeah. each other on a daily basis. Right. It's like we love each other and that's us. So maybe people, people feel this way. Yeah. yeah, they feel that everything is natural. We are not forcing anything. Right. So that, that I think it's a big difference. We are a, a brewery, but I think that in, first off, everything I believe in people. Uh, relationships for us is very important. Uh, it's more important than beer. I, right. I can't believe this. Uh, in our company, we believe in relationships. Yeah, and we That's support each we, other all, all, all the time. All of these things are happening. Right. Yeah. That's really cool. So we were talking uh, before, so you guys... So, okay, let's go back to the story then. So you guys are in Toronto, you're importing beer, letting it sit for three months, and you're like, this is not working. <laughs> yeah, so we met the guys from Oshlag, they invited us to brew with them. And you were like, that's kind of not, wasn't in the plans, you're in Toronto, you're in Toronto, yes, already, yes, and yes. You're, still, and you're about to move here yeah. Yeah. with Pierre, well, you didn't say that before. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> so we, uh, so here it was already like settled. <laughs> The, um, Sorry, distracting. How are you? Noah's here. Hi, Noah. <laughs> Great beard, right? Yeah. It's a really nice beard. I love that. <laughs> it makes me happy. I have to take a zip. I'm good. I'm great. Yeah, do it, please. I know. We're, me and, and you uh, got the 
Continue, sorry. So yeah, so we because of the girls also that from from Ontario, we ended up meeting the right people there too. Right. That we ended up at Common Good. And There's the also one person that knows a different yeah. person. Why don't you Just go to Common Good? Right. So, yeah. Okay, let's let's meet them. How long ago was all of this? A year or so? A year. It was Jesus. right after the Mondial last year. Last year. Yeah. So this time last year you met. You, you, you guys have beer here? Yeah, we just had the cans. I was the beers. beers. I'm sorry. Okay, so you imported the beer, the old three month old beer. Yeah. The, the, the bad cans. The bad cans. <laughs> the bad cans. I'm sure that was still nice. <laughs> Not quite as fresh. Yeah. Then you, then you, because you met Oshlag, they were like, hey, why yeah. are you wasting your time importing it? Brew with us locally. You can use our networks. Yes. To yeah. distribute. Yeah. But then uh, the process with Oshlag took a little bit longer. It was just timing. They were busy as well with other breweries. They were expanding their facility reorganizing their structure so it took some time for us to be with them but we are always in contact meanwhile we were researching the possibility of brewing in Ontario as well okay. so it was when we met Common Good which was just the perfect fit they are amazing When we, whenever we go there to brew we literally feel like home fantastic the guys at Common Good they help us out a lot like giving tips or helping whatever we need right and then uh, we were always in contact with our slag and until we start yeah. brewing with them yeah there's right. also a uh, um, Niagara College uh, uh, teaching brewing in, yep. in our lives. They, they made the samples, the first samples for us that we sent to LCBO in Ontario. And because to, of that, to take our license, yeah. our manufacturer license in Ontario. Right. And because of them, we met the guys from from uh, High Road Brewery. They High make Bronin and New England IPA. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, of course. They yeah. helped us a lot. Curtis now is the brewer at Muskoka. Right. Okay. Brewer in Muskoka. So they they helped us a lot. If we think about everything that happened in a year, we consider ourselves very lucky because we met great people that gave us lots of tips regarding business, regarding the license that we need to take, regarding the marketing in Ontario, regarding the marketing in Quebec. Mm -hmm. So we were very lucky. We just, like, we think if everything goes wrong, we made we good have, friends. We have to go because we made That's it. That's all that happens. And it looks like the friends I keep hooking you up because I, I was thinking that, so it seems like it was, and this is not taken away from what you've done, I was just really impressed. I was saying before uh, that I've never seen anybody um, figure out the best way to distribute across two provinces, particularly the two extraordinarily annoyingly difficult provinces <laughs> like Ontario and Quebec, and figure it out in a like so quickly like to be able to get distributed like there's no there's, the only brewery that's in both provinces like regularly is Bose because Bose is distributed here through Gruden Bose yeah, through massive brew. Empire now. right uh, of course but they, they still took them like 15 months and a, and a crap ton of money to, to get that happening and then on the other side um, on this, like no one's regularly distributed through the LCBO or through any of those systems from here Yeah. so you guys are one of the first to have widely available packaged beer in both provinces so it looks like it wasn't intentional but is that am I accurate by saying that and it's just like the right things happened and you were like sure I go away like we were just coming to yeah. Mondial and then oh we can do it here cool Toronto is that right yes yeah yeah, yeah. Well, it was um, so it's like a little luck we, we were planning okay so let's brew here but then we start finding out everything that came with that that we couldn't send the beer from one province to the other all the limitations the barriers and okay so what do you think shall we brew in Ontario as well and brew in Quebec okay let's let's try both let's see and then it was unintentional but then at the end when we saw the barrier there okay so let's try let's let's see how it goes that's and so it sad. worked well it's just so rare it's so cool that was the thing that impressed me just because it was like what regardless of how it happened you figured it out 
yeah. and that's just like phenomenal. Um, so, how's it gonna go? We'll go we are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> we are you guys are pretty crazy. crazy. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, what hazy. have we got here? So this is Hazy. Yeah. Hazy. That is this guy. Yes. So we had the video, so you can watch the video on that. I'll link that. Um, what else do we have here? What else do we have here? That's uh, One Love. Yes, which That's is you. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> that is right, me. I modeled for that. <laughs> yeah. That's right? Dark Hop. The, um, the Dark Hop. Dark Hop. Yeah. Oh damn, this cream roasty. Um, we were talking. Okay, so this is really this is really important. Brazil has a. Can you talk about what we were talking about before about the contract yeah. brewing? Because I think that really summarizes everything that is yes. really happening. Yes. Yeah. So in in Rio particularly, we cannot have uh, brew pubs in the city. And this is changing. This is changing yeah, yeah. little by little. Yeah, because because of the union of the craft beer guys, uh, they uh, applying. You know, they wanted to change the law, but there, you can't have a brew pub in, in the city of Rio de Janeiro. So all the craft beer scene in Rio, come, they, they, they need to be brewed outside Rio, right. usually in the mountains or by the shore where our brewery is okay. in Angra dos Reis. It's, 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 a, it's a, a beach two hours away from Rio. Two hours. Two hours away from Rio. And so it, it sucks. You can't have a brew pub, uh, any brew pub or even a brewery in Rio. The law, the law is old in, in, in Rio. Yeah. So in other in other cities, changing. in it's other changing. cities of Brazil, like Porto Alegre, like the south of Brazil and, and Minas, right? They they can they can have, but not in Rio. So all the craft brewers in Rio are contract brewers. Right. All of them. All of them. So we. It's a, it's a for way of us, life. Yeah, for us, that's the natural right. thing of being. But here, uh, but I think that in one one year, I think that everything will change. Right. Yeah. They, do you know why? That because the law is changing. But why? Why is the law there? In the first place? Because we are forcing. We are forcing. Like we made a petition. To they are. They are understanding that uh, a company, uh, a brewery, can be small and big, and, and this is different. They, the law, understand that everything is the same. The big, the, the big brewery and the brew pub. Yeah. And now we are uh, showing that it's completely different. Okay. I also think B, I also think Imbab has a has a word on this because you know it's they're huge in Brazil. They're Brazilian, right? Right. And, um, as far as you guys coming here, is that what you mean? Or? No, 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 regarding the law in Brazil, yeah. well, we okay. don't have a brew pub in the city. And yeah, so all this changing the law. Right, but is there a reason why you weren't allowed to do that in the first place? Do you know? Do you know why we can't not have a. a, a why right now we can't have a. Uh, impacto, uh, não sei falar isso em inglês, impacto na, na vizinhança. Eles acreditam que isso vai atrapalhar o impacto. Seriously? Huh? So it's going to disturb, disturb the neighborhood. The neighborhood. Like a big company. Uh, really? Uh, yeah. But where is Imbab in, in Rio, for example? Yeah, because aren't they from? In other in other Yes, cities. they are. They are. Right? Yeah, they, they don't have uh, a company in the city of Rio. Oh, no? They, uh, even them? Itaipava. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, okay, even them, they are not in Rio. Yeah, there are right. small cities around that is more yeah. separated from them. That's what they brew out of and then they just ship around. Yes. So it's like the brew, the brew pubs are the, like they close at 9 o'clock. Like they're the least noisy institution. People come and they quietly no, sit in Brazil, there. But no in Brazil, there's no that. You guys are crazy, huh? Yes. Yeah. I'm not surprised. There's no time limit. Yeah, no time limit. <laughs> and you can drink on the street, so. <laughs> you can drink yeah. everywhere. Yeah, of course. Everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah? You can Go drink on the street, yeah. <laughs> so it's like Vegas. Yeah, it's yeah. worse. It's like... It's like <laughs> 
like open like in the glass like that does have to be in no, the bottle okay yeah for example oh. you have your glass on the bar and then you go outside for a smoke you take your glass with you and then yeah. no problem have to go outside for a smoke yeah. with your friends and you go to the beach and you take a cooler with you when you drink and you yeah. play soccer there are people drinking and selling beer on the sand hey you leave cold the beer work, here, cold beer you leave here. work and you go to the bus stop and you buy a beer and <laughs> yeah, you drink you can buy the beer at the bus stop in the subway yeah. anywhere so was that difficult to come to a overly regulated place like North America oh yeah it's like, what do you mean? Did you guys, were you guys like walking out of bars holding the glass? People like, hey, I hey, did that chill. once. Yeah. Can you believe in Montreal? The first time in Montreal I was with a friend of mine, and we were we bought a can at somewhere at the Panor, and then we were drinking on the street, and then everybody was looking at us and pointing at us. What's going on? I know what's going on. And then the guy from a bar, because we stopped at the bar just to finish the the, the beer outside, and then one of the servers from the bar, hey, you, you cannot that. stay here drinking your beer outside yeah. of. <laughs> and then we realized yeah. everybody. Oh, that's why they're scared. How is it in Australia? Can you drink outside too? No, no, same thing. But what I noticed, it was say, um, there was like one place we went to. I was back in February, and we went to this like pub, and then you had to walk out of the front door up the street a little bit to their patio that was their licensed patio and I was able to walk with an open glass out the door and up the street and I was like in Canada there would be no way you could do that so Australia's a little more relaxed with that stuff but I can't just go and drink on the street either so it's kind of like but what's the reason? do you know what I think it is? <laughs> everything comes down to prohibition I yeah think, like literally 80 years ago yeah. it, it, everything's oh, yeah, fucked true, yeah. all the laws in, in Quebec and in Canada and in general even in provincially which is why you, all the nonsense you guys had to deal with like being able to, to do business between the provinces yes. and I think it's all stemmed from that and I think it used to be tight alcohol laws and they just never let it go and it doesn't get the I don't know what's the word like you're in America everyone talks about a prohibition in America or whatever and I think it's different out there because they, they changed a lot of stuff but they just didn't change things yet so all the independent like that's why like we talked yesterday with Steve from Bose and Fred from Charlevoix about um, doing a national independence independent brewery seal and the problem with that is that all of the provinces work so differently and they all have their own provincial what do you, you know like their AMBQ on the OCB they all have such different rules. Yeah. So like provincially, yeah, check. provincially Let's it's it all um, so different. Yeah. And I think they're just not like they're just not talking, and they've kept these dumb old laws. Like what? Like in, if you okay, you, you guys of all people know Quebec to uh, to on, Ontario with beer and depeneurs like 14 year old kids whatever can walk into a, a service station and see beer like yeah. ooh, like you know yeah. when in Australia you have to be 18 you're not even allowed in the alcohol section unless you're 18 oh really yeah like it's really hidden but here I find it's just out in the open it's like marijuana and like Amsterdam and shit like kids aren't walking around smoking joints all the time because it's not a big deal but we're like yeah. no you're not allowed to all I want to do is smoke weed because you won't let me yeah. but I think it's like if you give people a little bit of trust yeah there's yeah. more alcoholism in Ontario than here 100% yeah. because it's hidden it's a nanny state but it's the same like uh, in Brazil because you're so free you can see the beer you can drink anywhere you don't feel like drinking today. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're not like desperate to do it because yeah. it's like no, this yeah. bad thing. No, you, obviously, you see people drunk, you see people, but it's not as much. Whereas when I moved here, it was a shock for me to see that uh, 145 
a.m. because the, oh, the last call is at 2, right? <laughs> so 1.45 a.m., everybody runs to the bar and they just do shot after shot after shot. So in 10 minutes, they're completely wasted. They cannot even walk. And was, What's going on? Also, in Brazil, we have a zero, uh, zero percent of alcohol uh, for, driving? for driving. Wow. Yeah. See, the world is so interesting. That's really cool. The world is just so interesting. I don't understand why, like, the people who make these laws don't travel and just see what works in different places and bring them all back. I think that this, this law is the only thing that works in Brazil. The only thing? Yeah. Yeah. It keeps Zero people... driving? Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's yeah. the only one. Everything else. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else. No, no. But just that Forget one. Forget it. <laughs> I've heard so much about Brazil. It sounds like a beautiful place, but downtown is pretty dangerous. It's kind of gangster. I like it. You guys seem really nice. So. <laughs> I'm not scared. Don't be foolish. Don't be foolish. Yeah. Be careful. No, but if you ever want to go... If you ever want to go to Mondial de la Bière in Brazil, I think you would love it because it's really, it's really good. good beer it's there, right? a really good time to go. have to go. And yeah. it's, it's September. a fun party. September? September, yeah. The last year they had how like many beers you had last year? Last it's right, year, it's right after 20, Chambly this year. Okay. 22 beers we had last in Brazil. Last year, 22. Really? Yeah. This year, yeah. maybe 22. Wow. All right. And there's a tourism board. We reach out to tourism boards to like pay for trips and stuff. Yes. Because we, we spend too much money. Like it's got ridiculous because we don't get money from this yet. Yeah. So like, I'll talk to you afterwards because maybe there's like a tourism board we can hit up and cover. It'll be fun. I haven't been. I and, we'll, go. We'll, and we will do the same. We'll do collabs with breweries from, from here, right? Yeah. To bring it to... Oh, oh yeah. Just like year we brought a Hikana with yeah. us. With our very first collab, obviously, we were not producing here. So Ahikana was our neighbor in a booth. And then we met them. It was intense connection because they're great. And then we started talking about having a collab. So we did an oatmeal stout with acai and strawberry. And, uh, and then we produced here. And then we took to the Mondial de la Vierge in Rio. That's sick. So it was like 81 because all of their beers is a numbers, numbers, right? number name, yeah. So it's the 81 and then it was a big hit in Brazil it's as well. the distance between Rio and Montreal. It's the That's distance in kilometers. 81 yeah. And they took this beer to Chambly. Ah, last year. Yes. Yeah, last year. That's so sick. So are you, did they come with you? No, they no. couldn't go just yeah. because it was different They, they were renovating the, beer, the brewery. They yeah. were spending a lot of money. Budgeting and timing, but uh, they were really happy. They're going to go this year? Us. Let's hope. That's really cool. Um, that, that you guys can do that. I didn't even think about that. Like, I guess, have you guys had much interest from local breweries from here or Toronto that want to go out to Brazil as well, or not so much? So, we wanted to start a project that is called Over Hopping Bite. So, we want to bring the beers from Brazil to here so we can show the people in Canada the Brazilian beers. Yeah. And at the same time, we would, like, we would like to take the beers from Canada to Brazil. So, because we have operations in both provinces, it would be great to have a little bit yeah. of Quebec and a little bit of Ontario. Because it's different uh, markets, even though it's the same country, but it's two different markets, different yeah. styles of beer. We have good friends that we are yeah. talking. We have good friends that so we are talking like to the same there. Yeah. But mix a little bit of both provinces would be great. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Because I feel like a lot of, I don't know, well, it's just one place that doesn't maybe get, like, it would be exciting for Brazilian beer drinkers to be able to have access. Actually, that's probably a question that I'm assuming, that this is assuming, I guess, that there wouldn't be a lot of North American beer in Brazil aside from macros. Is that correct? Or is that not um, accurate? 
can ask about there, it. There are, we get a lot of imported beers in Brazil, yeah, right? But, but it's very expensive. Uh, a simple can of uh, stone, stone, stone IPA can, can be like uh, 50 reais in Brazil. 25 dollars. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. 25 dollars. 25 dollars. Okay, so it's like a straight. Our beer is already very expensive in Brazil. Right. Yeah. Our beer is already very expensive. Because of its high quality ingredients yes. and a lot of yes. hops in, in beers like yes. that. And stuff. Yes, and we don't have hops in Brazil. No? But it's, it's not oh, the I, I use all, all of yeah. hops from the United States and Australia. Yeah, New Zealand. New Zealand now, yeah. Wow, why is that? Why is it a hop? Is that the climate? The climate. It's too hot? Yeah. Too hot. When, uh, when we were. Hell de Janeiro. When we were searching the uh, cascade from Quebec, the one we use for our beer here, mm -hmm. I went to visit the farms as well, and they, they went as well to visit the farms, and we were talking to the to one of the producers there is a cooperative farm, it's called Houblon, Quebec. Okay. So we are talking to them, and they, they explained that the hops to be like good enough, it needs pretty much the four seasons. Interesting. And, uh, so you guys don't have four seasons? Yeah, we don't. Can I got one? That. Does it go rainy? Does it get rainy there? Oh yeah. Like rain. I it's know not nothing. like really it's so not like the rainforest. We do have we do have summer and it's a city, um, right? so it's we do have all the forest, but not like yeah. four seasons, but not yeah, like yeah, but here. not like here. Like our, our winter in Rio, especially in the south of Brazil, it can Winter's go down like to this. zero, <laughs> but in the in Rio. Our winter is like, like what, this right now. 15 degrees, 16 degrees. Okay, so it's like San Diego, like <laughs> the, LA. The problem, the problem yeah. is the uh, how many time uh, the hops will make. Como é que fala em exposed ao sol? Exposed to the sun. Yeah. It's gonna be exposed. E a temperatura não tão alta. In the, the, the temperature. Yeah. Okay, in the temperature not not too high. Right, and, and it does get too hot. Not exposed to the sun and not too high. Yeah, right. So it cannot be so hot, but we have, but we need the the sun. Right. This is Brazil is impossible. Yeah, <laughs> we have the sun. It's very hot. Right. So it's a little okay. I never really thought about that. So that means I guess that puts extra pressure on these hot-growing regions for yeah. all the other places that, like, because I guess they ha they have some here, but it's not a, not a ton. So the Pacific Northwest generally, I think, has most of the hops for North America. Is that right? Yes, yes. But you know, these guys from Oblon, Quebec, yeah. they used to be corn farmers that just discovered hops. Oh yeah. Accidentally. Accidentally. <laughs> and now there are nine farms that they're growing hops. Sick. Yeah. yeah, nine so families. So they're seeing like the big because because Quebec is all about craft beer. Right. They don't mess around here. Yeah. Do they? Do you guys get everything from Quebec, or do you go to Ontario as well, or is it a bit of both? Uh, yeah, we get some hops from the U.S. as well, from Ontario, from Quebec. Sure. For the this uh, single hop that we did was a hundred percent Quebecois hop, the, right. uh, the Cascade. But for the other recipes, we we have to mix because right. we still don't have. Yeah, because we also don't get the tropical punch that the Australian hops. Yeah, I heard they're yeah. getting harder to get and uh, more expensive. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. There's a waiting list for up two yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> There's a waiting list of two years. Really? For what, Galaxy? For Galaxy. I feel like Galaxy's overrated now. Do you know what? It pissed me off. I was like, these dudes, like, the brewers just throwing Galaxy into everything. Like, it's nothing. <laughs> and, like, I really enjoy Galaxy, but I feel like it's so overwhelming when you have it. Like, it, it, it dampens all the other hot flavors. So, it's not turning me off it, but I'm like, it's cool. Like I heard, Nelson Solvang from New Zealand was like the now the new hottest one to get. We had a, an overlap last year, Nelson Solvang. Yeah, so that, but yeah. the first one. Yeah. 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 yeah so good. Yeah. So good. 
but the, the Nelson one is very expensive. But as well, I think yeah. it's even more expensive than Galaxy. It's the more expensive. Yeah, yeah. And I guess and they're Galaxy all, the second one. Second one. Okay. Yeah. And they're all um, uh, what's the word? Co like copyrighted, patented. Patented is that right? Like where? Patent. Yeah. Patent. Yeah. Whereas like. Patent. Yeah. So like. Copyright. Other hot farmers oh. here can't just go and grow Galaxy. Yeah. No. They you can't. have to get them from there, yeah. and, they, and a lot of the bigger brewers contract them out like yeah. long before. Hence the yeah. waiting list. That's yeah, it. that sucks. Makes it really difficult. Tough life, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what do you what do you guys what do you do then? Like if you have a beer in mind with Galaxy, do you just have to just change the recipe or? That's what we did like with Hazy the first batch. We Galaxy did it with, with uh, one love in the first batch. Yeah. We we couldn't get the Galaxy because there was this two year wait list. list. Okay. So it has to do, just stop. We had to adapt. We put uh, Ella and, and Victoria's Secret. Secret. Yeah. So we did a beer one time with Sawdust City recently that had those three. Yeah. And it, ga it just tastes like Galaxy. Yeah. Like those three, but Galaxy just overwhelmed them so much. And every time I had, because I wasn't sure, I was like, oh, okay, cool little blend. And then I had a Galaxy, like, like monogamy from Bellwoods. I'm like, this tastes like our beer. Like, why? Because it's just the Galaxy so overwhelming. It is true. So I'm sure yeah. that it's like, yeah. Pretty strong. Have the, yeah, it's yeah. crazy strong. Um, I just wanted to come back to it a bit more. So the, the contract brewing in Brazil is so normal. So we were saying before that you guys, had, and I'm glad that sort of we talked about it because Quebec is cool with contract brewing. Yes. There's no real stigma about it. Yeah. It's normal is what it is. In Ontario, for some reason, people have a problem with it. Yeah, these two kind of see contracts just as if Oh, I'm buying the recipe, or I'm just giving you the recipe, and I, we don't, we're not really there to care about the recipe. So people are still finding a way to believe in contract brewing. Right. Yeah, we want, and we, we, and we try to show people, we try to educate people that this is possible, especially at Common Goods. The Jamie Jamie Mystery is so good. He's really into the. GTA Brewers, so he, he hosts uh, the brewers, the home brewers, the group together, and we, we, we show in our stories on Instagram and Facebook that we are there, we are there brewing, and we people can meet us there, we invite people to the brewery to see what we do, And uh, but it's bad because some festivals, some very famous and big festivals, they don't get contracts to brewers, and there are kinds and kinds of contract to brewers, right, they're, they're, they're mass contract brewing, and they're There are like real craft brewers. Yes. And uh, I think that's it's, it's about time for people to understand that, that, that difference. Like it's so hard for you to open your own facility and expensive as well here yeah. in, in Quebec and in Ontario. And there are so many regulations yes. that if I have to wait until I have the money until I find all the licenses, I won't start my, my business know, right I don't away. Know how so these people really just can't stand that. Like we've seen breweries exactly. that take three years to open, like they, yeah. yeah. So what do you got to do? Is money. throw your money down the drain yeah, for three years, exactly. right? Exactly. So it's a good way for you to try the market, to try your recipes, to adjust your public, like to attract your public even, and just your brand. Meanwhile, they're working on your project on the side, your facility, yeah. Yeah. and then whenever you're ready, Good you can go. build that. And you have a brand that's established in the market, people exactly. are familiar with it, they already know what to expect. Yeah. And that's yes. what we try to do here. We, we're showing that we can brew, that we know we're, we're fun brewers, without the sours and everything, that we, we like the craft, we embrace that. Uh, yeah, but meanwhile, we, we are also working on our flagships. Thinking, yeah. To really establish that. Yeah. Like, 
like is the ultimate goal for you guys to have a production facility of your own? It is. Yeah, we'd yeah. like to have it. Yeah. It really is. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Where is? I don't want to harp on it, but I just think it's really interesting that you. It's completely opposite out there, and then they're cool here. But like we talk about it often here because it's something that bothers us because we have a lot of friends that just like you guys, just cool people making cool beer who have every intention of opening a brewery, but you know you don't want to drop that money yet, or it just doesn't make sense. Like it's, it's a business thing. Where is the opposition coming from? Is it other brewers? Is it beer fans? Is it beer media? Is it like social media? Like where where is where is the people shitting on contract brewers? Where where are they coming from? From Ontario, I think it's a mix. A bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it's a mix. Some people that are uh, big craft beer fans, they are against us a little bit. They and then, know, yeah. yeah, and mix a little bit with the breweries as well because some of them maybe they didn't have a good experience with contract brewery. Maybe it's not even their fault, right? So they didn't have a, a good experience, so that's why they. Uh, that's why they have this opinion. So it's a mix of everything. Right. Um, it's like she's the festival director, isn't she? Yeah. She, can. she can. She can block the camera. She, she runs the place. She's cool. she, can, she, can, she can block it all day. Um, <laughs> carry on, carry on. Um, I'm sorry, I lost that track. So, the people who are blocking it, the people who are talking shit about it. Yeah, I think it's a mix of both. A bit of everything. My, okay. my personal opinion. Yeah, that's what I'd seen too. Yeah, yeah. I'd seen no, I agree, I agree, too. I agree. But I do see people uh, defending us. Yeah. <laughs> They're okay. starting to defend yeah. us, yeah. Yes. So, it's this uh, long process, it's low process, but it's moving forward. As long as it's moving forward, that's fine. Okay. That, and that, that's correct. That's all that matters, right? And I think that people will understand it. And like Ontario just has a very unique uh, perspective on a lot of things. And they're very, like, they seem to be stuck in their ways more than... Uh, oh, you're right. You're okay. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> um, they've been more stuck in their ways more than other places. But for whatever reason, I, I can't pick it. It's like this beer... Like, because I'm a hip-hop dude, so there's a bunch of purists in hip-hop who, like, hate all the new stuff and blah, blah, blah. And there's beer purists I didn't know exist. They're like, no, I hate the fuck hazy beer. And, uh, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Those guys, if you yeah. don't have to own a bricks and mortar brewery, you're like... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where that comes from. It's beer, man. We just get drunk. Like, everyone needs to chill out. It's, in comparison, coming from music, where they take it way too serious, and then coming into beer, and I was like, cool. Like, no politics and no nonsense. And, like, yes. the same mindset exists, which was just such a really big surprise to me. And I guess it probably would have been to you guys even more so. Because it's like, you can't drink on the street. You're like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean there's a problem with contract brewery? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um... So we have this section. I'll try and see at what time we're at. We have a lightning round. Do we? Anything else we want to talk about? No, we get to that? I was. I just thought about something. Yeah. Uh, another struggle that we we encountered in the beginning was whenever we were trying to sell because just the two of us selling, just the two of us. We go around, and, or sometimes we call people. Many, many people, many people just told us right away. Oh, I'm sorry. I just get Ontario craft brewers. We just oh, get. Yeah? We just get. Beer from Ontario, like we're 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 Ontario, we're we're immigrants. Yeah, <laughs> like, we're Ontario. Yeah, I'll think about it. Interesting. Now, yeah. was that from? You have to name names, but were they from those really uh, serious craft beer bars? Or, or was Not it kind all of, of them. A, 
So where, where was that attitude coming from? Like what kind of... From different kinds of... For different places. kinds of bars. Okay. Yeah. So People are a little bit more suspicious. Not that trustful. Oh, okay, I'm going to try your beer with my open mind and see if I have a good product and maybe I'm going to have a, give you an opportunity. Yeah. But some people are like, no, no. thank you. I don't even yeah. want to try. We got that for, for different kinds of bars. Jeez. And was that when you told them where you were from? So, hey, we came from Brazil. We live here now. We're brewing out a common yeah. good. And they're like, yeah. oh, no, hang on. Stop at the beer. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. And then we just huh. stopped saying that we were Brazilian. Brazilian. At the first oh. beginning. So, oh, where do you brew at? Oh, we brew at Comogod. And then if they ask our story, and then they said, oh, you started in Brazil, and then we tell our story. Right. So but then two, we, two we had to find a way of opening the door first. Right. And then we can tell us. To make that work. Yeah. That's crazy. What, what do you put that down to? Like, why do you think people would even do that? Is that like a pride, like a local pride thing, and they don't say like, because yeah, I feel the same as you guys. But it's the attitude, the attitude of, of, of uh, millennials is buying really local okay. and if we do have the attitude too we, we like to support local right we just have to to uh to explain the story the whole story you guys are permanent residents we are we are so you're canadian so am i yeah so like technically when i was getting the permanent resident the guy next to me i said so can i tell people i'm canadian the lady was like yes <laughs> so therefore you're canadian you make an ontario craft yeah. Yeah. yeah she 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 already has a permanent residency i i just applied I just got invited to apply, so we oh, submitted. To be like what yeah. we know. Yeah, but but you know, so far we didn't have any like credit, so we, we did all this without any credit, any credit. Wow. So we just had to bring money from from, from Brazil. Brazil a lot. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> we had some money from Brazil. I had a nice smile. We met nice people. <laughs> so yeah, we, we had, had nice beer. Helped. So that's what we got. And I'm just a gangster from here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're scaring me. I'm glad we're across the other side of the table, bro. Are you PR as well? Do you have permanent no, residency? No, no, no. He doesn't live here. Oh, you come here. here. He comes here for fun. Oh, okay. Oh. So you have... For work. For work. <laughs> Write it off, work. right? It's all expenses, bro. Yeah, that's it. I never, never really thought about that. Yeah. Like how that would impact how you run your business and, oh and my like God. whether people would... We have already all the converse, conversations set, like with the BDC, with the banks and everything. Just waiting for everybody to have the permanent residency because it makes difference. Oh yeah. It makes okay, difference. Yeah. It's a nightmare. Because it's the three of us, the name Co-signing, is the three yeah. of us. So she's the only one who already had the permanent residency. So you can so life a little bit harder. If she had like, like 80%, I don't know. All of the business? Yeah. Yeah, I think no, it does. Make, yeah, no. yeah, it may. No, 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 no not right yeah. now. No. I don't know. My girlfriend. Not right now because I was a student before, so it's also like it's cheap. Yeah, it's uh, so process. it makes everything. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to think because we have a business and my girlfriend is Canadian, so she has 51% of our business because I wasn't PR. Yeah. And we had to do it that way, not yeah. advice, whatever they put it has down to be, the It has to be yeah, uh, 50% plus one, let's say. Yeah, to do that. And I know that was. And I to get a credit card, I had to have. Um, uh, you have to, what's it called? Where you have to put the money down. So you want a thousand dollar credit card? You have to give them a thousand dollars. Yes. Secured. Yes. Yeah, like secure liability. Yeah. So I had to do that. That's yeah. it. We now have, we have like ten different credit cards for thousand dollars. Yeah, isn't it? And you always have to give the money down. Yeah. Yeah. Even when I canceled it, they tried to like not give me the money back. It's such a nightmare. Like it's really difficult. Like immigrating is like something that people don't understand how difficult the whole process is. Regardless, yeah. I come from a country that's the same shit. Like it's the same same thing. It's the same Commonwealth. It's all the same things. But yeah. you guys have definitely got it even harder. Because I feel like if you're from anywhere else that isn't a 
the you know what I mean the wet Commonwealth yeah, wet what's the word like Commonwealth countries yes. essentially I thought it'd be like easy that's why I didn't really stress about it it took like four or five years it was a yeah. nightmare oh my god and, like, that's it's even I feel like why are you making it so hard I was like I felt like I was made an example of or something did you have to take IELTS yeah I did it twice oh, I did it eight times and I'm eight? an English teacher <laughs> I train people to, to, to take IELTS to, tra- to take to tra- IELTS take and all my students passed but I was so nervous that I wasn't man his yeah. first language is English <laughs> I had to take it twice yeah because like I did it all it's a long story I did it the wrong way I ended up getting sponsored yeah. by my girlfriend because I tried to do it all myself and they made it so difficult and like we didn't have a lawyer and stuff so it was overstayed not knowing and blah, blah, blah. so everything's figured out now but it was just like such an unnecessary stress yeah. and even now like I don't know I just feel this now we're, now we're doing the other side the fun stuff that you guys depend on where you I guess you have a corporation that's Canadian based so we're like based in Quebec but the tax we did the taxes recently oh my God. It's, it's a nightmare. She had a burnout. From that? Yeah, Texas. Texas in Quebec. I just wake up at 4 a.m. think, oh my god, my taxes. I need my taxes. I can't sleep anymore. I have to go. <laughs> well, I'm going to fail the business. I'm going to fail the business. And it's not even real. It's not even the business. It's just the taxes. Yeah. Yes. It's like, it's very interesting. Like, that's the one part of, I think, that like or anything like entrepreneurship the actual making this and making it well is hard enough and then dealing with all of the other stuff is such a nightmare it's so difficult and so yeah. like consuming like it, it takes yeah. over you and like because I don't know for me it's difficult because it doesn't really make any sense in my mind so I've been trying to understand but now I just yeah I'm Quebec sure. specifically or just Canadian stuff in general? the Canadian in general Quebec because we just started a business running the business in Quebec this year so you've got this whole extra thing I still have one year to think about it but Ontario was pretty hard okay because we started Ontario last year right so this is harder because it's two bodies until the end of the year I already hired somebody to help me out because I can't have that stress in my life no you don't need it no get that's what I'm learning now I wish I had a better account we had a wrong account and it didn't tell us to put certain money aside not knowing how it worked so we got a substantial tax bill that just was like oh okay that's what, what Quebec am I, does. What am I gonna do? Yeah, what it's like okay, right well now? we figure it out, but like it's fine, but it's it was just like unnecessary stress. So it was like it, it sort of almost I don't understand why they have to have make it so complicated for trying to bring you know trying to you guys are hiring people like we yeah. do that too. Like we pay people all the time to do jobs and you guys of course you hire people here. Why are you making my life hard to give people money, to bring to build the economy and stuff like that? I don't bureaucracy is ridiculous yeah. and so one thing I think about the brewing side that gets overlooked a bit if you don't really talk about it maybe behind the scenes a bit but it's uh, one of the biggest challenges it is challenging and I think it's even more so for people like us that aren't from here and it's like a whole extra system that you would have been used to dealing with it kind of a certain way even if you didn't have a business I didn't have a business in Australia but I knew, I knew how it worked ish yeah. and then you come here and it's just a whole different thing well regarding the immigrant size of it in a way I understand because if they make it too easy they can't attract any kind of people right so Very good point. they still Very have point. to protect their country their system that's why Canada it's what Canada represents like yes. it's a great country super safe so in a way I understand so they're just protecting themselves yeah. it is understandable yeah so I try to see it I have to say to say something like really positive about everything is that we are majority girls Tachi and I and my husband in Brazil it's Baruf and his brother and another Rodrigo Rodrigo another Rodrigo <laughs> right. um, so it's three boys 
and it's amazing how how we were welcomed like right. as yeah, for girls, being, girls for being right, girls yeah. like people, re, people yeah. do respect us here we yeah, don't see this in Brazil we don't see this in Brazil yeah it's run by women in Canada pretty much because it's the two of us showing up the faces out there and uh, and people say oh that's amazing and they kind of respect us right. in Ontario especially like Ontario they love, they love us yeah. yes that's really cool. So why isn't it common in Brazil? Is it is it just not uh, a done thing for women to, to run businesses or something? No, it's the, I think the crafts, the, the, the beer culture in Brazil is still very yeah. male dominant. Male, yeah. Have you, but it's all been positive. That's, that's, that's fantastic. Yes, yes. So it's been like, I guess you guys connected with a lot of other um, females Males in the industry. in the brewery, yeah. yeah. And, and the every, brewery, every brewery in Ontario has a girl. Nice. Like a girl, girl in uh, either some, either brewing, brewing or in, yes yeah. yes brewing or managing or Working directing something yeah. yeah lots of brewers lots yeah. of brewers so that's something that you guys noticed really strongly yes being that yeah that's done in Brazil that's also a good side of it so it probably has given you I guess an advantage being there's like two women coming up to me hey, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're doing this. That's sick, actually. And also gave us support. It motivated us a little bit more. Right. Right? Because at the beginning, we were always feeling a little I'm bit nervous. insecure. Yeah, yeah. Everybody go, 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 and kind of help us out a little bit. Right. Gain yeah. a little bit of trust. I like that a lot. I guess it is kind of cool as well because it's, like you said, some flash and a smile, and they're probably more inclined to listen to another hairy white guy. <laughs> like trying to sell beer. And then you got two Brazilian ladies, like killing it, making great beer, great branding. Um, that's another question, actually. Branding. How did all this come about with the branding? Because you guys have got, like, your merch game is strong. All yes. the glassware, those beakers were so sick. Um, everything. How did that, how did the, why the skull? What's, what's up with that? So the skull is the it was the label of One Love. One Love is the called first beer, yeah right? yeah One Love uh, was called uh, Overhop. Right, that was the name yeah, of the beer. Yeah, it was my first beer from the American style. Right. So then every, everybody in the, the in Rio Janeiro uh, they like the, the One Love. So the, this logo. Uh, Becomes famous in Rio, and we decided to, to put this on our logo of, of the company. Right. So it's changing, and we created the name of One Love. Right. So Overhop became One Love. Yeah. Right. So that that the, the label of the first beer was this. Right. And it used to be called Overhop. So because that picked it up. Was a double IPA. Right. Lots of yeah. hops. And that's a. Uh, it means that we are craft to the bone and addicted to hops. I like that. <laughs> yeah. That's sick. And the name did it mean anything or just overly hops? Yeah, yeah, yeah overly yeah. hops. Like, a, yeah. like we are saying, we are saying uh, about hops, and it drives Tatiana and the other Rodrigo crazy because they're very expensive beers. Very expensive beers. Yeah. So you like normal people put nine nine grams of beer of hops a beer. We put twenty three. Right. So it's a lot. We just over over hopped our over hop beer thirty six grams of, of hops. Yeah. Of beer. Like it, it's too great, but <laughs> you're like, hey, I have a new ring for that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's, that's the next chapter. That's the next one. <laughs> yeah, but we were very careful with uh, the brand because we do, <laughs> we make a lot of profit with that. Right. 
from that with point. the brand. Yeah, with, with the, the brand. brand. That, that, that's really all you have at the end of the day is yeah. that brand is yeah, so, the, so important. Like people yeah. get come to us at the beginning sometimes because they see the brand, they don't know anything about us. Oh, that's a good branding. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Right. So they come to yeah. us a little bit more open because they already like the brand. Right. We have an Etsy uh, store in Etsy on Etsy. We sell to the United States, to all Canada. And they didn't, do they know that it's no. even a beer thing that is like an egg? Yeah, because yeah. yeah, even just standing there before when we did the tasting, like there was people constantly looking at the the merch and like. Yeah. Sorry, how, many, <laughs> how many beakers we sold from from? We brought a hundred. We bought a hundred beakers. Yeah. So now we just have ten. Well, we've been because here for a while, we, so maybe we, 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 we hide it. We hide it yesterday. Yeah, it's okay. This will come out in a couple of weeks. It's, by that time, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I know what you like. It's your stuff. Um, so they, you guys had to do that because they were just moving too fast. Yes. Yeah. Because yes, otherwise, yes, yes. today we wouldn't have any. Yeah. And we have people that know us that what we're coming here today to just to grab it. So we might finish today. Yeah. That's crazy. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably gone. So, so last last month, La Berry Real, they sold five thousand uh, items. Merch items. Of merch. Yeah. My God. And thirty-five liters of beer. Jesus. See, that's amazing. Yeah. So you guys are really onto something with this. Like, it's yeah. really like, uh, like, where do you want to go with it? What's the we want to have our own brew pub, right? Yeah. Our concept. Yeah, it's our pub. dream. Yeah. yeah. It's like a dream. Here, here to be able Toronto. to franchise Rio, it. Rio, Toronto. Everywhere. We had Toronto, Montreal, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. We, want, we want to create a franchise. I can see that. I can see it working. And we have some friends' interest in yeah. other other countries. So that's that's the ideal. Could be like a like brew dog or whatever where they make things everywhere. Yeah. You know, for some reason that makes it just like yep, cool. Makes you complete just sense. Just want to take over the world, like think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the episode name. We That's just want to awesome. take over the world. I'm gonna write that down. Can you write that down? Episode name. We just want to take over the world. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, no, this is really sick. So we do this thing called the lightning round on the podcast where we ask sort of questions. Um, you can answer them fast or slow. It's supposed to be fast, but it never is fast. Does that have to be a summary? No, well, it can be a one-word answer or you can explain it. Okay. Most people explain it, it turns into 45 minutes. And that's okay, because we have no rules, it's a podcast. It's okay, fine. Cool. So what would be your guilty pleasure beer? So a beer that um, you would be embarrassed to admit to craft beer nerds like us that you enjoy. Like, I like Corona. For me, it would be Negra Modelo. Okay. <laughs> That's not there. I drink everything. Everything? Yeah. As a brewer. I don't nice. care, yeah. You don't care? Yeah. Not embarrassed. Give me beer, I will drink. I could say the same. I could say the same. I was telling you before, like I don't I, I just think everything is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Even if there's a lot of off flavors, I'm so drinking. Awesome. That's what I'm drinking. Awesome. I'm drinking. She's like, no, 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 this is all wrong. And I'm no, this is fantastic. Like, <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> I, I receive bottles of uh, home brewers and at home. Infected. My friends, yeah, a lot. Of, yeah, infected. So uh, I like to drink. I can I can imagine how many hours they spend to drink, to to brew. Right. Yeah, and that's it. Uh, so you you're cool with it? Yeah, it probably has a lot of uh, of flavors, but I. I drink the beer, I drink the history of the, 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 the brewmaster, the, the man that spent uh, his hours to, to brew. Right. I like that. 
like that. That's a good answer. You guys are positive. I like it a lot. Okay, so probably none for you, but what would be a beer you would decline under any circumstances? So you went to a barbecue, and hey, have this, and you're like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I, I, in my, in my case, it's in a Brazilian one. It's called Skull. I just don't drink. Yeah. 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 Skull? Skull. That's like Skull. the macro one, right? S-K-O-L? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. I, I, I went to my, my, my cousin's wedding, and it was all Skull. Like, I didn't drink at all. Like, I was like, nope. drinking water. Water. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I have a child, so uh, I usually go to some birthday parties, and I I, I started to think of, like uh, I drink every, every day. I have to drink, so in these birthday parties of child, we have mainstream beers. Right. So I decided in this case I will not uh, drink. So yeah, it must be Skull, Brahma, Antarctica, the Imbev yeah. ones from Brazil. Right. Yeah, I know Brahma. Doesn't Brahma have the cool bottle? It's a red one, right? Yeah, it's got like a little... No, that's not that. That's the joint, it's got like a little, it's like almost like a a curve, you know, where you like, suits your Oh, that's a skull. Is it? That's skull. Yeah, it's skull skull beats. Ah, it's skull beats. Skull beats, that's amazing. The bottle is amazing. Yeah, the bottle is cool. I know Brahma too, I used to drink that The beer used to be awesome too, when I wasn't into craft beer. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Probably like, I drank that. Yeah, Brazilian, this is like, (laughs) (laughs) Trash, right? Did you have a uh, beer you would decline? Same thing? Would be skull. Skull as well. Uh, Favorite beer style? Stout. Stout? Believe it or not. Any particular style? Or just like, you know, Russian Imperial, flavored or dry, Um, breakfast, barrel aged? I like, I like breakfast out. Breakfast. Coffee stuff, yeah. Nice. Breakfast out is my favorite. Usually. Love it. Love it. I, I'm very much into sour beers right now, but I I, I love IPAs. Nice. Any Double IPAs. Double IPAs, yeah. yes. Nice. Hophead. Love it. I love Pilsner. Pilsner? Yeah. That's a brewer's answer. Yeah, I like I love it. <laughs> And I love IPA too. IPA as well. Yeah, that's why Overhop is here. But beers for me is like a moment, and my moment now is sours. Sours yeah. beers. Sours what you love? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right now, at this moment. That's, that's a good answer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, least favorite beer style. So it doesn't mean you like don't like it, just like least favorite. I, I can't Rauch beer. Rauch? Yeah. That's also very common because oh, I love yeah. it. They're, 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 no, that's a tough one to like. And that, and that, that's not beer, but that Groot's? Groot's weird. Yeah, I don't like that. Groot's are very strange. Is, is, is that beer? Lager? I am not a big fan of lager. I can drink it, but, but it would never be my first option. I feel that. Have you had dry hop lagers or dry hop pills and stuff? Yeah, I try. I'd rather have that, yeah, dry okay. hop ones. Makes them look good myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Me too. Yeah, same thing? Yeah. They're coming back. I like that a lot. Um, desert Island beer. So you're stuck on an island, and you, they won't save you, but they'll give you beer, unlimited, oh my God, served, hazy. perfect quality. Yeah. <laughs> hazy, That's hazy. a good answer. Give me hazy. Wow, I don't need anything more. Jeez, on an island? So hazy, what's that, 7%? It's hazy, 6.5. Six. For me, it would be one love. Your beer? Yeah. 9%. <laughs> 9%. So you're going to yes. be on an island. Exactly. And you're just going to drink a 9% beer. You're going to be drunk all day. That's why it's my phone case. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. What would you do? Hazy now? too. Hazy like as well? Hazy. That's a good idea for me. Very uh, tropical. Refreshing. Uh, beer trend predictions. Like what's uh, what's going to be hot next? He has a good one. No, uh, I don't understand Beer the... trend? What's coming now? When I when I left to Brazil, I started to to brew a 
Russian Peter Stout. Nice. And a uh, Brut IPA. Okay. Uh, IPA. Oh. Someone told me about those yeah, the other day. It's a brand new. Yeah, style. so it's like it's champagne. Not a style as well. Yes. Yeah, champagne yeast, completely yeah, yeah. clear. Very okay. dry. Yeah. Hops. Very okay. hops. A lot I, of hops. I'm curious about those. Yeah, yeah it's true. <laughs> so you'll find out when you go back. No, I just read, 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 yeah. and create a receipt. And, uh, and, and uh, we have a, a friend of mine that works for us uh, brewing. I don't have time to brew all the, 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 the tests, so he made it. And I don't know what's happening in Brazil. When you go back, you'll taste it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Because I haven't made it to Canada yet. That's a good answer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Would you yeah. agree? Or you had some different? Yes, yes, I agree. We were talking about that yeah. for our second anniversary, the third anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, party. You guys gonna do one? A brewed IPA? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Because no one's done it here yet, I don't think. Yeah, I haven't heard. And the the, the new New, the new Zealand the New Zealand IPA is the New oh, yeah. England Trifold IPA that we did it in May May June yeah. in Brazil. We we didn't brew here. Right. But. Maybe possible. Yeah. Okay. So keeping the haze coming. I like so the opposite. 10%. Yeah. This is a big one. 26 grams per, per liter nice. of, of hops. Very, so, very, like, very smooth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sounds amazing. Uh, you use yeah. the Nelsovan. Oh, you got Nelsovan? Motueka. Only, only hops from the New Zealand. Nice. That's why the name That's like is New Zealand. 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 Yeah. Hakao. Do you know Hakao? Hakao, yeah. Are you a homebrew? I have, yeah. Not very much, but I've done like 10, <laughs> ten times. He has a, he has a, he, he made a collab with a, a brewery from Ontario that tastes a lot like a Molov, right? A little bit, yeah. You guys had Galaxy in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was like, yeah, it was, it was, it was intense. It was incredibly yeah. hot. Galaxy Azaka, do you know Azaka? Azaka, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Galaxy Azaka and Columbus. In that? Yeah. Nice. Good mix. Love it. Brew one. Do you have a trend? No, I would agree with it. Trend? Yeah. I like that. I really want to see that now. It's just the second time I've heard about it. Someone told me the other day, I was like, what are you talking about? And then now you're mentioning it, I'm like, alright. I did some research, I was like, Tem it's going to be the yeah, one. Protein. Yep. <laughs> There's a little fly over there. Little I knew I figured it'd be. Uh, it's like a, it's only a matter of time. There's a trend for protein. Insects. insects and beer. Um, favorite uh, up and coming breweries. Do you have any breweries you know that are kind of starting and maybe some of your friends are doing? You've had their beers. Well, good. I have my, my great friends working at Rhythm and Brews now. Oh, how about them? How much? I love the name. I have yeah. Rhythm tattooed here in Poetry. Yeah. I used to be a DJ. Right. And, oh, that uh, explains your uh, Instagram. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I love your songs, by the way. Which nice. one? He's a rapper. Oh. A bit of raps. Yeah. But uh, so you I, mean upcoming breweries, like smaller breweries? or yeah, smaller, big, just something that maybe like starting out and so you had some of this stuff and you okay. like it, maybe it's your friends. So, it's a smaller brewery, but they're pretty well established. So in Ontario, it would be Muddy York. Nice. I love them. They're yeah, sweethearts yeah. and uh, they do great beers as well. Their porter is amazing. Yeah, yeah. And in Quebec, I would say Ahikana. Nice. Because yeah. I love the people and I think Francis de Brumasse is a genius. And yeah, he's yeah. a great friend of mine and he also yeah. does a great job. Yes. We do, we do love uh, Rouge River too. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Markham. Yeah. We really love good. everything they do. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. 
Rosa Fermentology. Yeah, Vermont. Yeah, nice. I will go next year. Yeah. Next month. Next, next month. Week. Next week. Next week. Next week. Next week. Yeah. Yes. Are you meeting them or are you just gonna go visit? No. Yes, a beer tour with my friends. Uh, it will begin on Sunday. Uh, Vermont, uh, Maine, Massachusetts, Massachusetts, and New York. We will finish on other half. Fuck yeah. yeah. Oh, have you been to any uh, the of these places? We went yeah, there from... last year to, to not, he didn't get to New York, right? Yeah. Next, last year. Le yeah. Uh, last year well, I was alone. Now I have a yeah. team. Yeah. We are <laughs> 80. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be crazy. Yeah, yeah. Vermont's the best. 16 grew. 16 of you are going? Yeah. Jeez, it's going to be dangerous. It can be. <laughs> you have Very. to warn people on the street. Yeah. Watch out, have be have ready. Call them ahead of time. <laughs> Put a sign up. Um, favorite beer city, destination, or country? So somewhere you'd like to go for beer. I, I like Quebec in general. Yeah? I, I love Quebec beer. I love it. Very diplomatic answer, I like that. But it's true. I'm not no, it's facts. It's facts. It's amazing. Burlington. <laughs> the Where? city? Oh, yeah, anyway. Burlington. Where's that? Burlington. Burlington in Hine and in Vermont. 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 Oh, Must, Burlington. It's okay, I'm, I'm a foreigner. <laughs> yeah, Burlington's the best. Yes. Good answer. That'd be mine too. Well, I've, I've recently been to New York twice. So. Some good stuff out there. Uh, yeah, where'd you go? Oh, they have the Finback. Finback in between Brooklyn, everywhere. Oh, Tourist, yeah. yes. Yeah, Prohibition. There's all those yeah. bars and stuff. There's so many. Yeah. Sick. Um, underrated style, brewery, city, or country. So just something in beer, whether it's a place or actual brewery, whatever, that doesn't get its props, like people don't talk about it. Enough. Oh, maybe Brazil. <laughs> oh, that's like, a very good answer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, people get shocked when we see, when we say that we have a big craft beer industry. And it's huge. It's how many people go to Mondial de la Verde in five days? 60,000. 60,000? Jeez. Five days. That was last year, right? Yeah. Yeah, and when we talk about Brazilian beer, everybody just think about small ramadas, just in bad beers, right? So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's a good answer. I agree. Okay. We are late. Yeah. But that's good though, because then you can watch from the rest of the world. Yeah. They can learn. Yeah, we are really yeah. working. Get better. Yeah, we are good there. I like that. Um, best beer you ever drank in your life? It's a big one. So sometimes it's situational, like you were yeah. on a boat somewhere or whatever and you had something happen, as opposed to the beer itself being amazing. For me it was a, a home brewer, now, now they have a company in Brazil, it's called Four, four Graus, uh, Quatro Graus. Four Degrees. Yeah, Four Degrees in English, but uh, as a name of company, Quatro Graus, okay, it's a, now it's a brewery in Brazil and they... they they have a Russian Peter Stout, very good, yeah. very good. 16%. Uh, 16? Yeah, 16%. Very, very good. And, and the, it was a home brew. Yeah? yeah? That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I love other half. Yes. So, uh, there was the twice-baked twice potato. Yes. 
love that. When I when I when I had that, I, I just I don't know. I I don't know if I was drunk already. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe highly likely. <laughs> Let's be real. But I, I I can't forget it. Like it's really that's it. Well, I'm gonna say something when I think I'm cheese, but it's not. Like, it's also about the moment. Yes. But uh, related to a moment that was really special for me was our black IPA. Yeah. When I first tried, it's like, it was a very special moment, and I have that in my mind. Right. It's very common people say the, about this, about, about, their, about their club. Yeah. Our Black IPA, the very first time I, I tried, I was already involved in the project and uh, what, for me it was, yeah, just made me feel even more sure. My husband cried, my husband cried. <laughs> <laughs> he cried, yeah. yes, he was so proud. <laughs> That's sick, I love it man. Um, I guess I don't know if this applies to you guys, but first beer you ever brewed. Do you guys, do you guys don't brew at all? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the first for me it was the, the one that we did in, at your place. Oh, oh, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> the one that we burnt? Yeah, that we burnt. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. We burned the, the malt. Oh yeah? It, it, it was like a toasted, like a burnt toast. Yeah. Flavor. Well, you couldn't drink that. Drink <laughs> smoked beer later. What was the style again? Accidentally It was an English pale ale. Yeah, it was an English pale ale. Okay. English With to toasted malt. Yeah. No, but for Actually, me, yeah, for yeah, we brewed together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the one that I brewed with my husband was uh, an English IPA. Very malty and uh, it was really contaminated. Like, contaminated? Yes. Yeah. The, the bottles exploded in my, in my mouth. <laughs> <Amazing>. <laughs> That's horrible. But the good one, the first good one that we brewed was a, an amber ale. Was, amber? Yeah, it was good. Nice. Very good. That's sick. What was your first one, man? It was an IPA too. My, IPA? My, my IPA was contaminated. Yeah. It was also contaminated. But, well, we got better. <laughs> so you did After yeah. burning, exploding, contaminated, we got better. That's good. Step up. It's always boring if you have a good story for your first. My first beer was awesome. Like, who wants to hear that? <laughs> you, need, you need to like, you need to build your way up. Um, what would be your death row beer slash meal pairing? So the last beer and meal oh you ever God. have. What would you like that to be? A última comida com bebida que você quer ter na vida would be uh, an oatmeal stout with oysters. Someone else said that. That's a, that's a, that's a really nice I one. think yeah. it's the delicious. Nice. I really want to try that now. It's amazing. You should. Oh, okay. My ultimate my wish, please do this for me, guys. <laughs> it's like a, a cheese and charcuterie board with a, a flight of overhaul. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the IPAs, yeah. And hopefully, in that long, long future, there'll be like 20, 100 beers, maybe. <laughs> yeah. You'll be like, hey, so I need some time, guys. We're gonna be in bad way. Can't die right now. Gonna die to try. Death by beer. Yes. Uh, maybe for me, it can be a hot goddess with a bolinho de feijoada da Barra Portuguesa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Hot goddess and American IPA. Yeah. Uh, we will have that in Canada soon. We don't know exactly when, but it's in our plans to brew here, but it's, it's already in Brazil. We nice. brought we brought the cans last year for the Mondial de la Bière. Right, right. And, uh, yeah. Try it's to explain for, for him the, 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 the bolinho oh, de feijoada, please. Bolinho de feijoada is because you know that the black beans in Brazil, the black bean soup, it's very popular in Brazil. Okay. It's uh, the main dish, and it's called feijoada. So it's the black bean soup with pork meat inside. Ooh. So everything, sausage, the, the, the all kinds of yeah. parts of the pork. And it's, uh, and it's filled with uh, kale. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. So is it like more of it's a soup consistency? No, no. The bolinho de feijoada would be oh, like it's a little a thing. ball like this yeah. that they fried. Oh. Did like something consistent? Yeah. Because we eat the feijoada like a soup, right? Yeah. Right. Like a soup and with the kale on the side and on rice and farofa and stuff over. Nice. And then so they like, made it like like they made it into a treat, into yeah. a ball. So like the salt, the salt, uh, salt called the fritters that yep. they have in Portugal is kind of the same style, but instead of the fish, it's the feijoada. Yeah, like this. And it, that looks really you have damn to try good. This. Yeah, yeah. Can you get it? No. Come on. Come on. She can do that. Yeah. yeah. I had this. Is, is Brazilian and Portuguese food similar or not really? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Many things. Yeah. When I went to Portugal years ago, they had this thing called francesinha. I think it was like this, like slices of bread, and then all these different meats and, and covered in cheese in this bowl of this like red sauce. Wow. So it was like in a bowl, it was completely covered, and all the cheese was melted, and the things were cooked on this bread. I, I, I don't know Portuguese. this, but I want this right now. <laughs> yeah. To me, even because I couldn't understand what he was saying, like when we were there, and I was like, dude, like we met this guy, and he just took us around. And I didn't know what it was. It took me a while to Google it, and just like what yeah. it sound like to figure it out. And I was like, that's the stuff. And we do, we do have a huge, especially in Rio, a huge influence of uh, Portuguese culture. I figured as much. I wasn't sure yeah. if that was a crossover but with the food. More like, uh, more like cod things, cod, things made with cod. Yeah. Cod and potatoes, yes. Okay. You can definitely find feijoada here in Montreal. There are some Brazilian places that oh, you can yeah? find. I'm not too sure about the bolinho one, but the, the regular like bean yeah. soup with the yeah, bolinho, you, you can definitely yeah. find. You should try it. Okay. But have it for lunch. It's kind of heavy. That's a lot. On a Sunday. On a Sunday. Yeah. In a hangover. Yeah. <laughs> After good. hangover. Yeah. <laughs> um, favorite and least favorite style to brew? Oh my God. You know, lots of my, my, my husband would yeah. say the sours. Yeah. Very. So favorite or non-favorite? Non-favorite. Non -favorite. <laughs> favorite. <laughs> yeah. Takes a long time. Yeah. yeah. But worth it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. When we brew the guava. Yeah. Oh, it took forever. Uh, the New Zealand for me is for it, it was very very hard. It was 16 hours brewing. Wow. Yeah. One day, right? You One day, yeah. Well, I remember we that. Yeah, oh we God. finished uh, three three hours, uh, three o'clock in the morning. Jesus, that's intense. Also, his favorite and least favorite. I like English. I like English. English. English ales. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Straightforward. Yes. <laughs> Cheaper. Like, yeah. Like light. It's good to drink. Good to, good to drink every day. Yeah. Crushes. Okay. Um, worst. I don't know if we kind of talked about this before. Worst beer you've ever made. Oh yeah. Mine was the toasted malt. Oh my god. That was. That was We couldn't drink. <laughs> I didn't understand. <laughs> the worst beer you ever made. A pior cerveja fish. Ah, it was that, I, that, the first that, one? that, that IPA. Okay. That's the yeah. first yeah. one. With chlorophenol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what music do you listen to when you brew? Reggae. Reggae? Reggae. Uh, California, reggae, uh, Hawaii. Nice. Reggae. Do, do, do you like reggae? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Uh, bands like uh, Soldier, uh, Revolution. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? Yeah, that's how I like some uh, Yes. I like. Yeah. I love this kind of reggae. Do you play music no. to the beer? No. Yeah. I always wonder if people I'd do like that. to, but the beer is not ours. Oh, because you gotta go somewhere. But, yeah. but I could put some trial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like because the yeast are alive, right? So if you play stuff yeah. to it, it could like... It is true. Think about this. Yeah. yeah? 
Yeah, and but they believe that can change the, the East. Yeah. yeah, I think it's fascinating. I mean, there's probably no proof, but <laughs> it's cool. Um, and then the last question here: What's your favorite hop? Mm, I like I like Zitus. I like it a lot. I Which think one? it gives a special Zitus. 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 Z-Y-T-H. You, you use Zytos in, uh, in Hazy. In Hazy. Oh, yeah, no, I've heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it gives it's not so famous, really, but it's very we have, particular. We, we had yeah. an overlap with that, too. Yeah. yeah. It gives a if very you try to, to, to do taste. Hazy without Zytos, man, it, it's going to be another beer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Zytus. Yeah, I like that. Citra, Citra is a very important, Galaxy is very important, but Zytos is very particular. Yeah. I like right. Zytos, too. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. Three one. That's good. Yeah. Everyone usually always says it's in the typical ones, so it's, it's, it's good to have a random one. But there was, there, uh, there is another uh, hop, very inter interesting, uh, it's called Enigma, it's from Australia too. Yeah. Do you know Enigma? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I know it's from Australia. I used it last, uh, last month in a, in a test too. Okay. Enigma, yeah, it's very good, very yeah. different. Uh, Lorao and Enigma is the, the, the brand new hops in the market. And that, what was you the first try. one? Lorao. Oh, Lorao, L-O-R-A-O. Lorao, it yes. was an yeah. experimental. Uh, 291. Yeah, they've named it. Yeah, and now it's Lorao. Okay. And Enigma. Right. That's dope. Yeah, it's interesting. There's so many different ones. So, like, it's, I guess you just got to, like, it's good the, the overlap when you're saying the, uh, the single hop IPA is that you can test them all out and yeah. really, like, get into. The overlap like. was a project uh, only for me to, to study the hops. We, we don't have the, the, the time to study alone, so we, we, we created the name Overlap. Yeah. Uh, for the market, but it's only for me this <laughs> to to study the hops, the profile. We did uh, seven seven kinds of overlaps of single hops. Seven, yeah. Seven. In Brazil, yeah, in Brazil. Yeah. Are they? Did you ever serve them? Well, it was one, uh, yeah. uh, one of them. We brought uh, them. We brought them. We brought the first one to Mundial Lagoa last year. There was another one to uh, uh, last last year. No, last only year, one No, Sova. But we, but you brought another mosaic. I, no, I brought Cinco. It was the the the, the the hops of the month. Okay. It was. But just to try. Cinco, Saitus, uh, mosaic. I like I like mosaic too. Mosaic's great. Yeah. Mosaic. Uh, Falconer's Flight, do you know Falconer's Flight? It's a very traditional hop. Falconer's Flight. It's That's a, the name of the hop? Yeah. No, I haven't heard of that. Yeah. 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 Is it like a British one? I, I think originally it's from the in, uh, England, okay. but uh, I brought from the United States. Okay. It's a very good hop. You liked it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was, I think it was the best one of the, the overlaps. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. Yeah. By the the best, the best one. Okay. Are you gonna bring that back? Are you gonna like bring those series to Canada at all? Or maybe not yet. Oh uh, yeah, the first one. Well, oh, to bring the same hops? Or either any of those versions over here? Oh, okay. Or are they just in Brazil? In Brazil, we have finished the the project uh, by uh, about single hops. We have finished. Okay. Now we are think about another kind of project for the overlap, like. Uh, uh, like smash mix, or something. Yeah, mix mixing uh, we, we are creating another project for the overlap. Gotcha. Exportania or uh, Eastis uh, fermentation. Cool. Like, yeah. Smart. We're thinking about this. Right. Are they but I think but I think that that, that we can begin this here. Right. Yeah, we, we just started the, with, the, with the, the Cascade 100% Quebecois. 
then we might use the Cascade 100% Ontario that we, yeah. we were in contact with yeah. our farm over there. Yeah. So that's what we've been trying to do more. That'd be fun. Something uh, local. Compare them. That's the new yeah. the label of the New Zealand. Oh, that's sick. Is that going to drop over here? No. No? <laughs> Not at the moment. Well, you showed me, bro. Not at the moment. No? I've been working on that. Let's see. That's very cool. I love it. Is there anything else we want to cover? I feel like I got the answers I wanted yeah. about all of the, the story and stuff because I was very fascinated. Um, guys, thank you so much for your time. I really thank appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank it's been great. Pleasure. Thank you. All the beers are fantastic. You guys are awesome. I can see thank why you. you're winning out here and uh, I feel like you will continue to do so. Thank you. It's, it's very, very cool. Where can uh, everybody find you online? Where can they follow you? So online we have a website. It's overhop.com. They can find us on Instagram, overhop.com. Canada or okay. Facebook Overhop Canada as well. If yep. it's for Brazil, is the Overhop Brewing. Okay, I wasn't sure what the. Yeah, the Instagram okay. and yeah. Facebook for Brazil is Overhop Brewing, yep. and for here is Overhop Overhop Canada. But we do have access to both of them. So yeah. Okay. But like for language barriers, we need to have separate, yeah. right? We're not Portuguese. Say, uh, it also French, releases yeah. what's available yeah. in each country. Yeah. In each country, yeah. yeah. I wasn't too sure. Yeah. And uh, the website is just one Overhop.com, and there is the flag, so you can choose either Portuguese, French, or or English. A lot of so each one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so each one saying what what is in where. So in Ontario, you have there the beers available in Ontario, Quebec available in Quebec, and Brazil available in Brazil. That's really smart. I love it, guys. I wish you much success. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, if you guys enjoyed the episode, chuck us a big fat thumbs up. Hit subscribe below. Hit the notification bell. Uh, follow us on social media at the AOS Podcast. Check out the long form audio so we can you can hear more conversations with extremely attractive people like these ones right here. Uh, that is it, guys. Thank you for watching. We'll see you in the next one. Get in ya.